0: Welcome to In Bed With Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Thanks for joining us. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) In this show, it's all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together, we explore experiences from everyday people just like yourself you never ever know who sent it to me it could be a fellow podcaster that I've been chatting with maybe they've asked me about threesomes hmm you never ever know and if you have any erotic fantasies that you'd like to share or even if it's just to say hello Feel free to send them to Nikki Nikky at dearnikki.com. You can also do it anonymously at Y.com under the confessions tab. You also can find me on Twitter and Instagram at D Nikki Nikky 162. And if you like the show, leave a positive review on any platform that you listen to your other favorite podcast on so i have three announcements i have been receiving some well emails directly and anonymously that they would like a way to send physical confessions to so yeah now you can send me anything a pen and paper please po box one zero four six seven four, jefferson city missouri 65110. There you go. Now you can send me your confessions or anything else directly to a P.O. box and I will read them and um, tell you what I get. <laughs> also, I know I probably should have said something before now, but here it is. I'm going on vacation. The month of October, I will be gone. However, If you are on my patron account, nothing changes. You still get bonus episodes every now and then, and you still get your Friday episodes. So if you don't want to go four weeks without me, join my patron. $5 gets you every Friday episode, and when I come back, early access to Wednesday episodes. I'll make sure those are included in the show notes along with the physical writing of my P.O. box, so you can actually, don't have to jot it down, I'll have it in the notes too. Okay, so, if you're not on Patreon, and you're hearing this now, today is my birthday. I wasn't going to say it, but somebody said I should, so, happy birthday to me. I will, I don't know what I'm doing that day, since I'm recording on Sunday. I know Friday, I have hired a uh, sober chauffeur. For the day and my friend that lives in town her and I are going to we are going winery hopping <laughs> and there's two distilleries I'd like to visit so there we go so on Friday I'm going wine slash whiskey hopping there we go yeah but um Wednesday yeah it's my birthday I will be um 43 there we go. Now you know my age. I don't know if I've ever told you my age or not. So there you go. Now you know. So as I was, uh, chatting with, uh, Agent Scott <laughs> from Spy Hard Podcast, I got to thinking about Zoom meetings and Zoom calls. Yes, Agent Scott, this is what you inspired. So we were not doing a, a zoom call just letting everybody know that right up front but have you ever thought about if you're still at home and you were on a work zoom call what if the person in front of you was the one that drives you nuts in the office maybe her blouse is just a little too open or her buttons are strained just too much or he just wears the greatest slacks or he dresses in a tuxedo with a martini has a um, nice little thing for limoncello or as we say here, lemon (laughs) sherbet. He may correct me and call it Sherbet, but I'm right. He's wrong. Anywho. So, If you were on a Zoom call at work, do you have your fly open? Are you just sitting there sans pants with your dick out? Ladies, are your fingers in your wet little pussy and you're edging yourself? What if you edged yourself just a little too far and came everywhere? Specifically, thinking of when they're talking. Can you just looking at their lips and listening to them talk and asking them questions just to keep expanding on what they're saying and you can rub that clit, drag that cock and explode everywhere. Is that how you're dealing with quarantine, the chaos and your work Zoom meetings? <laughs> I bet some of you are. On a side note, check out my guys over at SpyHards Podcast. I hope I said that right. Agent Scott and Agent Cam talk about spy movies. And uh, they was recently actually just told that they're going to hit some obscure ones I can't wait to hear about. I'm honestly not a spy movie girl, but... There's just something about those two that make me want to list on non-masturbation Monday. What do you think, guys? Stop on by. Tell them Nicky sent ya. Okay, and I have a small side note I'd like to announce. When you directly or anonymously send me confessions or your fantasies, the only thing that stays true is the body of the story. Names and places are changed to protect those involved. Everybody, including yourself. So with that said, now you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, have a glass of Woodford with some filthy cherries, of course. And let's enjoy some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki. I'm a counselor, specifically a sex counselor. Sarah is an addict, specifically a sex addict. When her husband called me and requested that I consult with Sarah, I was more than eager to help. Her husband has told me that Sarah's sex addiction had long been a source of their conflict in their marriage. What he'd longed to share solely with his wife was her remedy for emptiness inside of her. He told me that her self-esteem has always struggled for her, and that recently she turned to another man for comfort, to feel renewed and to feel whole. He understood, but it broke his heart that his poor Sarah was so weakened by her affliction that it would force her to behave in such a way. I promised him that I would help, and scheduled her immediately. When she arrived at my office, she had a bright blue dress on that crept down to her mid-thigh, And crept up a few inches when she seated herself in the waiting room for a 10 a.m. on a Tuesday in a February she was clearly dressed for a lunch date in springtime she was 34 slender tall and wearing a pair of black heels to complement her dress reception called her back to my room where we met at my doorway for the first time I extended my hand for a professional greeting Sarah swept around my arm and greeted me with a hug I'm a hugger she said leaving her hands flirtatiously lingering on my tie this is not uncommon in my line of work as as strange as it may sound I have seen several women dealing with sex addiction who are not accustomed to proper professional boundaries this is often why they end up in my office to begin with many are too touchy-feely in their workplaces some are voyeurs others are cheaters sarah was the latter i pride myself on professionalism it is how i maintain control of my patients my authority reigns supreme in my office when they leave they're only left to make good decisions with my advice but while they're here i'm in charge i have found that the adamant and commanding nature of my counseling sessions is extremely effective In creating stern reminders that serve to keep my patients from behaving badly in their professional lives all breaking a hug from Sarah I firmly stated that our appointments will come with standard of respect and decency that I'm here to help her I stand slightly taller than her and deepness my voice and sternness of my tone alerts her to that this is no game we spend the next half hour or so diving deep into Sarah She has no reservations whatsoever. She tells me about the hundreds of men she's been with. She tells me about how her marriage has been a strain on her personal freedom. We discuss self-control and sacrifice. Sarah tries to flirt her way through the appointment, but I don't allow her. I remind her a few times to keep it professional. We begin an exercise in which Sarah has to draw the first thing that comes to her mind when I say a word. I use it as a tool to better understand her current mindset she acts predictably but intelligently her illusions are not overtly sexual but intended to provoke I do not respond upon handing pen back to me the conclusion of the exercise it slips out of our hands and it lands in the open space between us I offer to get it I kneel down and crouch on one knee to retrieve the pen Immediately, I feel the firm press of a heel on my right shoulder. I lift my head and look down the length of her leg. In the shadow beneath the opening of her light blue dress, I see the glistening of Sarah's wet opening, barely hidden from sight, but fully in my personal view. Don't you fucking move, she whispers to me. She lightly digs her heel into my shoulder. My eyes meet hers. She's staring into me like a hawk, ready to feast on its prey. I should have moved. I should have stood up right there and ignored that this had ever happened, but I couldn't. I'd completely lost control over my body. Maybe it was just my eyes, but the glow appeared to form around her head. She held her chin high as she looked down on me. You men think you're control of everything, her her grinned turned into a serious gaze my husband is intimidated he wants to feel desired but does not long to desire me he wants to be king does not treat me as his queen I'm not a sex addict say it say it I say it you're not a sex addict Sarah say it again her heel continues to dig into my shoulder as my eyes begin to follow the trail of her fingers they're moving down her torso you are not a sex addict her fingers are now working their way down her thighs and under the opening of her dress say it again now her hand moves between her legs and lightly begins to fondle her vagina just inches from my face She keeps ordering me to say it, as she continues to finger herself before me. Her words descend into light moans as she strokes her clitoris and massages her vagina. Say it one more time. She begins to finger herself with lust in her eyes, in the strength of her hand. Sarah, you're not a sex addict. I feel completely powerless as she works herself into an inevitable orgasm before my very eyes. She slows down with a light gasp as I witness her vagina physically pulsating in front of me. Her labia reddens as my own penis begins to match the pulsation as I see between her legs. In what was undoubtedly the most erotic moment in my life, I felt a rush of several powerful waves of orgasm release into my pants. The feeling chilled me to my core. I was alert unaware, and, and yet entirely under sh- control of Sarah. I exhaled deeply as she removed her heel from my shoulder. She stood up, adjusted her dress, walked out early as though she had declared the end of the appointment. She had. I have never heard from Sarah or her husband again. I didn't even attempt to reach out as a professional courtesy. In my weakened state, I had learned the truth about her she was not a sex addict she was a master manipulator she was a queen a goddess my goddess she had been sent to me to be trained in obedience to acknowledge an addiction that she truly didn't have the truth was the world wasn't ready for a woman like her for goddess and neither was I until my faithful day, when I learned this internal truth, goddesses do exist and you better watch out for them because they will eat you alive. See, wow. I have to be honest. I normally go right into what I'm thinking and I had to absorb this one for a minute just because it was so sexually charged. I pictured him this very English prem proper, as we Americans are told, very stuffy and very curt that here's a woman in front of him that's so sexually charged and nothing's working. And then she sees a little window. He let his guard down around her just a fraction of a second. And she made that strike. The, when you meet a woman like her, like me, that you can't have an equal amount of push and pull in everything. And there's one little chink in the armor. She would do something like this. Me? Mm, I'm a little different. But there's nothing like finding a man that recognizes the goddess that's before him. Everyone has a goddess in front of them. Are you giving them the push and pull they need? A very well-balanced relationship has that sexual push and pull. She got it from him, but she was done because in that split second, I think if he would have held true and not cowered in her eyes, I think in a way she was enjoying the banter, enjoying the edging. But once he let go, the push and pull was gone. And somehow, in some way, a good push and pull, sexually, mentally, Emotionally and emotionally, I don't mean games and intellectually is a very stimulating thing. I think if he would have stood up to her one more time and let her come back, it would have continued. But I do think once the chase was over and here's the case, it is. She's done. There's no more push or pull. She's done. And the next time he meets a goddess, he'll know what to do. Dear Nikki, my wife and I spent a week on an island. We said we wanted to have fun, a week of teasing and sex. I spent the money and booked us into a hotel. That night, we went into the main restaurant at the hotel. The waiter who was in his fifties was from Jamaica. And every time he waited on my wife, he would call her my lady. I could see it was turning her on. I asked if she was getting wet and turned on. She replied she practically was dripping. I asked her if she wanted him. and Without hesitation, she replied yes. I told her I would try to make it happen. When the next meal was over, I tipped him generously and had the tip under a napkin where I write out the room number and if he was interested. As we left, I could see him reading the note with a smile on his face. We went back to our room and had a couple bottles of wine on ice. The room had a sitting room with a couch in the bedroom. We sat in the sitting room drinking wine. My wife removed her clothes and sat back on the couch, using her dildo, as we talked about the waiter and if he could show up. A little bit later, we heard a knock on the door. I asked her if she was ready. She said she was nervous, but promised a fun week, so yes. I told her to stay on the couch and continue to use her dildo. I answered the door, wondering if it was the Jamaica waiter, opening the door. I was pleasantly surprised, and it was. I opened the door wide so he could see my wife naked on the couch, fucking herself with a dildo. I said, welcome, and enjoy. He entered with a huge smile on his face and walked right past me to my wife. He said, my lady, as she moaned loud, and when he said this and came, He dropped to his knees and went between her legs, ate her pussy until she came again and again. then he stood. He dropped his pants. His huge, black cock was hard. He told her to suck it. Without hesitation, she took him in her mouth and sucked his cock. It must have been eight to nine inches in length. She had saliva all over his cock and balls and then he said he wanted to fuck her on the bed. They went into the bedroom. I knew how turned on my wife was, so I stayed back in the sitting room. As they went into the bedroom and shut the door behind them, I sat in the sitting, stroking my couch, only imagining what they were doing. Loud moans came from my wife as he used her. I could only imagine what he was doing. A couple hours later, He came out and thanked me and told me that was the best tip he ever got. I went into the bedroom, my wife laying there moaning with a huge smile on her face. And oh yes, this will be a really good week, I thought. Brian. Well, Brian, I actually had to remove out the hotel, um... Due to privacy reasons. But I looked it up. Amazing looking hotel. Throughout reading this. I was thinking. Okay. Well. As soon as chaos is over. I could fly in. Go there. And stay there. And scope out. Unless this was years ago. And he doesn't work there of course. But yeah. I I was like. "Hmm, I was planning my trip in my head. Oh. But. Brian, 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 you definitely have me thinking what a girl could get into up there. Hmm. I bet I could find myself a bit of trouble up there. I wonder if he was up for a week worth of fun. (laughs) Could you imagine, gentlemen? Wife's turned on by the waiter. You leave him a generous tip and she or he shows up later to suck your wife, to eat her pussy, suck his cock, anything she wanted or anything he wanted if that was your passion. Could you do that? Would you let your partner explore while you sat in the sitting room playing with your cock, stroking your pussy? Or would you want to enjoy? Would you want to be right there with them, sitting on their bed, maybe playing with her breast or even a closer view, your hand on her thigh or even your head? Watching that nice eight to nine inch black cock going in and out of her. Seeing her juices, coating it, watching how it stretch her. (laughs) Well, if you haven't thought of that position, it's definitely in your head now. Dear Nikki, a few weeks ago, there was a mini heat wave in my area and I was experiencing some acute sexual frustration, not helped by months of quarantine. I'm a big fan of oral and often watched face fucked videos, but that day I decided it was time to get some in real life contact. Putting no strings attached in my Tinder bio led to a few guys quite quickly. There was one man who was replying fast and lived nearby. I didn't wanna waste time just sexting, so I made it clear that no-strings blowjob was on an immediate offer. He was down. Shocked. I went over to his place wearing denim shorts and a tank top. We kissed for a few minutes, but I'm not the biggest fan of extended kissing, and besides, I was desperate to suck cock instead. I knelt down by the bed between his legs and started touching him through his underwear. He was semi-hard. By this point, so I teased and rubbed my mouth against the fabric until he was fully erect. When I pulled his cock out, it was neatly groomed, lovely to see, crucial for BJs, and really nice size, preferable probably about six inches, big enough that it would be a challenge to deep throat him, but not so big that he wouldn't all fit in. As I was soon to find out, being able to fit him all in my mouth would be one of the biggest things about this hookup. I licked his cock and sucked on the head at first, but only for a few strokes before I committed to the vibe I wanted. I took him into my mouth as deep as possible without gagging and started sucking properly. We mentioned over text that I liked it deep, but not exactly how rough and dominant to be. So I did a reverse head push, so to speak. When I felt him stroking my hair, I put my hand on his and pushed myself down on his dick and nearly enough to gag. That was the move that flipped the switch before he would been hesitant and cautious about how far to go, but now he knew that he could use my mouth however he wanted to. A few seconds later, he grabbed my head and brought me all the way down, finally getting enough pressure to pop his cock in my throat, making me gag and choke. It felt extremely kinky, like my mouth was just a sex toy he was using to stimulate his cock without caring about my comfort. It was incredibly hot to feel how strong his hold was on my head and have him tilt my head back and forth to rub his head of his cock on the back of my throat. He stood up and started fucking my mouth properly, thrusting in faster and controlling the pace of himself. I put my hands on the back of his thighs and grabbed there, pulling myself onto his dick and leaving no leverage to push him away. He would fix both hands on the back of my head, push my face up against his torso, and held me there, choking his cock completely inside. When he let me go to breathe, I would try to go all the way back down on his cock afterwards. It was hard to be simultaneously going deep throat while keeping up a rhythm. We found a compromise between periods of me sucking and going medium depth or he held my head and hammered right into the back of my throat. Mostly the latter. We switched positions. I lay on my back with my head over the edge of the bed. He fucked my throat like that. I always find that super hot position to watch, and now it also to experience. It also felt very objectifying, in a kinky way, to have his balls slapping against my face with every thrust his balls were still sloppy from where I'd been throating him on my knees, and the weight and the heat of them casually in my face, as his unintentional side effect of the way he was taking his pleasure, there was something psychologically very arousing about it. In one way, that was literally the hottest part of the whole encounter. His thrusts were always fast and hard. I had wondered what it would be like to be throat fucked slowly and rhythmically but once he had taken the control of my mouth, I didn't want to stop and ask for something else. My intention had been a, a guy slow down and hold his cock in my throat in that position and see if I could feel it in my neck. But things got pretty messy in that position, and I was distracted enough to forget to mention it. He flipped me over and continued fucking my face belly down, which was less messy. Instead of me putting my hands forward, I deliberately angled them back on my sides. He took the hint, held out my arms down while he fucked my mouth. I was expecting he was getting close to coming because his thrusts were getting harder and sharper than before. When he asked me where to come, I said in my throat. He pulled out for a moment, jerked himself almost to completion. I would have liked to let him finish just with my mouth, but I know it's common for guys to need to finish like this In bj's so i didn't take it personally when he was about to come he worked my head back down and kept the pressure on that hard rocking cock slightly off to finish off it was barely like swallowing he was so deep that when he shot his load into the back of my throat i couldn't even feel or taste it it was extremely hot i might have swallowed all of his cum but the over-the-edge position meant I still looked a bit of a mess walking back before I got home and washed up. Over the next few days, I even developed a sore throat from how roughly it had been fucked. We haven't met up again yet. More damn plague in our restrictions. But I'm remembering it fondly today and hope to meet Kim sometime again soon. Lacey. Wow. Meeting a guy just to be throat fucked. A giving a BJ. You know, you have me thinking about that. As much as I like to suck cock, and there's sometimes I do, today would be a day that I would just want to suck you off. I would just want to take you down my throat and make it all about you. Maybe we were in bed, or I catch you in bed, or you lead me back to the bedroom or your hotel. I have you lie down. Eventually I strip you, seeing those boxers or briefs that you have. And just taking you all in my mouth. Not caring that you can't touch me. Not caring that I don't want you to touch me. Just all about you, your smell, your taste. And making you come so hard down my throat. And swallowing a fucking huge load, I hope. One thing I differ here from her is I'd want to taste it. I want to feel it against my tongue. It's wickedly intoxicating. It's, there's just nothing like taking a load in your mouth. There's nothing like tasting it, knowing how dirty you are from taking it. (laughs) Would you just let me suck you if I wanted to? Use myself, making myself edge, but taking your pleasure in my mouth? Would you? Could you do it? (laughs) I really want to know. I think this is a very... Very good way to end the show. I want to thank you again for taking time out on my special day, my birthday, to listen. And if you're listening on Monday, it's Wednesday. It's my birthday. (laughs) Remember, if you have any erotic fantasies, you can email me directly at Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com. You can also do it anonymously through the website uh, at DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y dot com, under the Confessions tab. If you do it anonymously, I don't reply back. It's, you know, it's kind of like a said-unsaid thing, just to let everybody know. You now have a physical way to reach out. (laughs) It's Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, P.O. Box one zero four six seven four Jefferson City, Missouri, 65110 one, If you also wanna just drop by and see what I'm doing on Twitter, Instagram, you can find me there at D Nikki and I K K Y 162. And again, if you like the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. And in closing, whatever Daddy wants, Daddy gets.